minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. minus 20 seconds. Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Because <laughs> right now we may not be making a sound because there's no one listening to us. Uh oh. Maxwell, um, I see, commented at 731. Hello. He is waiting with bated breath. There you go. Well, we had one person during the intro and they ducked out. Um, so he uh, has probably made snacks and he's got his feet up on a recliner and probably living his best life right now there you know hey now we have a person who are you one person all it takes is one that's right we we do maybe but we do have our audience are, not are, that's listening howard are you saying you're maybe a person or maybe <laughs> it just takes just one Welcome, Howard. Now we have two. Now we're cooking with grease. You second person. <laughs> cooking with gas. <laughs> Hopefully not. What was it? This was that, that came up way back in like the first or second episode. What was the what was the, the debate we had with this? Didn't Brady say didn't Brady have a different way of saying it? I think we were talking about grease through a goose. Fastest grease through a goose and and something. Yeah. Or was was that was that the difference? Was was I always heard it as cooking with gas, and you always heard it as cooking with grease? I think that's the difference. Yeah, could be. Well, at any rate, welcome to episode one hundred and four of the Play by Your podcast. Uh, welcome, Mister Griffin, back to the fold after his excursion to graceland He's and all points great. west graceland mammoth cave mammoth caves mammoth's cave <laughs> yeah I, I was laughing about your graceland excursion um because you know um you know elvis's nickname was elvis the pelvis and, and it was great you know rhyme it, it would have been it would have stunk if his name was like enos <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that would have gone a whole different direction. And... <laughs> uh, Howard says, uh, shite through a goose. 
That's that's one of the things we heard is Utes. <laughs> all right. Uh, now I'm going to be thinking of all kinds of names of what <laughs> would have been worse than Elvis. Yeah. I uh, also welcome Mr. Liming. Hey, hell. All right. Uh, again, let me... Uh, what am I doing here? I bit my. Did you hear my train of thought derail? I had something in my mind and just went. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you've not been here before, we talk about uh, topics that we have yet to talk about. We have not had conversations on said topics. Uh, sometimes we'll uh, kind of compare notes as to what who is going to do and who is not going to do. But uh, as far as the extended conversation, we've not had it until the very show. So you're hearing it the first time we're hearing it. And it's kind of, uh, as we call it, uh, uh, esoteric. Uh, why, why did I almost say esoteric? That's the wrong word. <laughs> esoteric. Where'd that come from? I don't uh, know. That was a BB rattling around the gourd there. I was. <laughs> I'm just all discombobulated here. Uh, the conversation is unrehearsed. Let, let's just get right to the point. And uh, again, we'll talk 20-ish minutes on each topic, and then we'll move on, or uh, more on the ish than the uh, 20. <laughs> My mother had a comment about that last weekend because we were talking about how, like, I was just talking about how we often feel exhausted at the end of an episode. I said, you know, because, like, when you, I was like, you know, we each do a topic for 20 minutes. She said, I don't think you guys have ever done it for 20 minutes each. <laughs> and she meant it out of love, just like it's always much longer. That is a fact. Um, but it's, I guess it's so much part of the lexicon here. I mean, you can't really get rid of the, extend yeah. the 20 minute clock or whatever it's just it is what it, it is it, it's there if we need it though if it's like a if it's a, a it's safety net yeah it's an out yes nice out. if it's a night of crickets <laughs> it's like all right so uh we're on the order on the screen here that we're gonna go i guess i mean i get todd you weren't here yep. last time so i guess you can go yep. first I'll kick it off i just kind of made an executive decision there brady will go in the middle and i will have the gain of the evening to round things out so Without any further ado, Mr. Griffin, I know you have a bunch of pent-up conversation uh, from being gone last week. So proceed, I, I, uh, I thank you. I, th I thought I would uh, kick back in with a food topic. Ah. Uh, so I know we've talked about various uh, – we've had various topics that covered 80s lists, 80, best of the 80s. We've had songs, movies. I, I, I don't think you could have too many. Um, and I know we've touched on some different uh, foods and snacks and stuff from the 80s. But I have here a list of, of 25 classic foods from the 80s. And uh, as I was looking over this, I, I, don't, I think we've talked about some of these, but I don't think in this particular uh, context. So some of these I don't really remember being 80s. Some of them I don't even remember. So I, I was kind of interested to see what you guys remembered. Without further ado. I do. I do. These are in no particular order. There's this is not a like a ranking. That, yeah, this isn't a ranking. Uh, number one, slice soda. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love slice. Not to be confused with squirt soda. <laughs> you ever had? Right. I've had. I, I. So is is slice no more? Sli well, sli slice is no more. Uh, Sierra Mist, I believe, took kind of took its place but yeah slice slice had many different iterations my favorite of the slices was mandarin orange slice yes really um 
Now, the 80s was a Petri dish for Slice because I got stopped not once, but twice at the mall. <laughs> um, they were doing uh, product samples. They Remember, they used to do those all the time. And I got taken back up Dark Corridor, which I kind of got a little bit nervous. But um, they took me back there, and it was a product test for Slice. They had four different, four or five different potential flavors that were going to be introduced to sly <laughs> slices and um so was and this I when our friend was working with the opinion people it it was shortly there um it was before that because i was excited because i told him I was like dude you're gonna get to try all these you know new samples and um the most exotic one that i recall was apple slice oh, well man. it's funny you mentioned that because in the little uh in the the wording here that goes along with this the caption i should say uh it includes it said that some of the more out of the box flavors included apple cherry cola which i don't know why that would be considered out of the box yeah uh, maybe back then and fruit punch fruit punch had the apple once was not a fan and by the way this is that's a pepsico get product. behind the fruit punch and, uh, do you know of any other apple pops <laughs> It just sounds odd. Apple it does. And, and it really did taste like apple ciders with a fizz to it. Yeah. And I can't say it tasted bad. It just it wasn't refreshing. It's, it's funny about apple cider because I, I drink it. The only time I ever drink it is when I am on vacation and a hotel has an, a continental breakfast. <laughs> it's the only time I touch the stuff, and I love it. Yeah, but that's the only time you know when you have the you have two options you have orange and you have apple in the in the in the and you get the little clear cups. I get about nineteen little clear cups of of <laughs> apple juice. You gotta be careful those apple juices and or the apple ciders in those little cups. Those look like probation <laughs> officer samples yeah. if you're not careful. But but I was actually I was well I was at the hotel one of the hotels last week and I was thinking I I can't wait to talk with Eric and Brady about this about the fact that I literally only drink this when I'm at a hotel. I never buy apple juice. So did you imbibe some apple juice last week? Yeah. Yeah. I said at the at continental, I'm a fan of continental brec- breakfasts. Um, well, I, I like the ones that have a waffle maker. Oh yeah. That you can, you know, pour your own cup of batter into it. Yes. And then I, uh, and this one had, this one had some pretty, tasty sausage links which sometimes are pretty suspect you know in those places but this these were pretty good and they had instead of 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 a like a usually it's a a scrambled egg just just bin that you that you dig it out of these were little cheese omelets yeah. folded all pre-folded like, like miniature quiches yeah just just like little miniature all right so duck lips <laughs> little, just, uh, <laughs> here here's a question now i and i've bantered this one in my mind for years is it a continental breakfast when you have hot food i don't well, think I, it is that's why i was I, I hesitated there because i always thought a continental breakfast was like a muffin in a in a in a coffee or something but i think right. so i don't know if they just if the term has just taken over any any breakfast offering at a hotel is just now called a a continental breakfast, breakfast. bar, oh. serve yourself sort of situation. Yeah. One of the funniest stand-up comedians I ever saw live, his name is Derek Richards. He's gone on, he's been a writer for several um, comedies. 
but I, I laughed so hard. I bought his CD on the way out and the line that sticks with me. He's like, so you scram, you go down there at 4 a.m. for a continental breakfast. He said, now, just what continent is this an acceptable breakfast on? <laughs> said people that won't get out of bed before noon will go down there for a, a five-day-old Danish and some black tar coffee. Well, and that always cracked me I, up. I do think the quality of those breakfasts have increased. I think oh, it's yeah. improved. Oh, yeah. Because everything, I think they have some of the best muffins, too. I mean, shy of going to an actual bakery or something. They're always moist. Moist. <laughs> yeah. Biscuits but, are good, generally. Yep, yep. Yeah. And the last uh, waffle station I was at in a hotel had the whipped creams, ooh. the chocolate sauce, and the strawberry sauce. I mean, I, I was nice. living in Dang. And then you always have the little plastic circle of peanut butter that you can, that's what I put yes. on my waffles. Yes. The, the one we were at, uh, one of the ones we were at last week had blueberry waffles. Ooh, blueberry. Ooh. Yeah. That, that, that would, I, I would eat nothing else. I think I would have like <laughs> three waffles of blueberries. The only problem is, is that's the most popular part of the, of the cutting of breakfast. So there's always a line yeah. and everybody's always acting like it's your fault that the waffle maker's taken. Say, I got to flip it, buddy. I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't change the rules of waffle. And they start here. getting judgy looking. Yeah. It's, it's usually somebody It'll take two and a half minutes, no matter what. Exactly. You say. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you tap your feet or how many times the toddler that you're behind is sitting there looking up with you basset hound eyes because well, it's taking two and a half minutes. And you always have that panic when you pour in the cup of, of batter and it starts to ooze out oh, over the edge and you're like, oh, yeah. I put too much in. What's, you know, you, you're afraid you messed it up. Yep. All right, we went so, on a uh, lupine distraction from yes. Slice. <laughs> so, I want to uh, go back to Slice because we did. We, we tackled well, this with well, hold Apple on. Slice. I have, a bit, I, have a, I have a little bit more of this lupine distraction. I, um, whenever I think of apple cider, I think of the old Bob and Tom bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, uh, the hot apple cider. Yeah. <laughs> Of a certain brand name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can look it up. So I have a question. Is apple cider and apple juice, they're two different things, aren't they? Yeah. yeah the, Cider's usually is. hot. Well, and then I think apple juice is exactly what it says it is. And apple cider has been pasteurized and cinnamoned up. Yeah. But, you know, my apple. grandmother would make fresh apple cider. And she would tell us, now don't drink more than one cup a day. <laughs> And it's delicious, <laughs> and I drank about a quart of it. Now, that, that made me think of South Park. <laughs> Garrison talking about the green apple splatters. <laughs> <laughs> little apple shrapnel. Oh, uh, and, <laughs> yeah, you know. Apple yeah, apple dapple. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to have my topic be hotels. I think I might do that next week because just – it's no, no. Uh, it's no, it's no secret that I love a good hotel. I, I love a bad hotel. I experienced I, one of each last week. I, I, I oh, really? That would be yeah. a great topic. That's yeah, a big, great topic. Yeah. All right. I have some stories. So, so go back to Slice. Um, uh, well, Howard, so they, has a waff, Howard has a waffle station comment here. Uh, says if the waffle station is busy, you wind up in cereal bins, frosted flakes, Fruit Loops, and Raisin <laughs> Bran. That's, that's, that, that's that is the truth. <laughs> That is true. By the way, hi, Savannah. Hi, Hello, Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. So my question of the slice thing, I remember the apple. I remember the wild cherry or the, the, the wild cherry. Um, and I remember the, 
but the the funky flavor there there was another one and for the life of me i can't remember what it was but it was terrible because when i it might have been cranberry slice yeah. or raspberry slice one of those two it, it was definitely berry and it was good it, it got a stern disapproval when the little testing person gave it to me. But yeah, slice it was gone. Maybe as we go through the list, somebody can look up for us yes. all the different flavors of slice. So so I think slice went off the rails. And I think the uh, the cherry cola slice was in response to cherry coke. Probably was. Pepsi yeah. did that. But yeah. it seems to me, and now I was never seems told this, it was just... Seems to be. Um. The name slice implies the original flavor was lemon lime. Yeah, it, you're yeah. slicing, slicing something fruit. citrus. So where does cherry cola come from? Yeah, I agree. You, you don't People slice a cherry it, typically. Yeah, it, it wasn't called cherry cola slice. It was just called wild cherry slice. Or it might have been black cherry slice. Man, but well, it was cola. <laughs> Man, but... <laughs> <laughs> Like cherries, it was it was called oh, cola cherry. though, so I know it wasn't cherry and and citrus. It wasn't you know it wasn't yeah. like the regular slice with with cherry because they do they they make cherry Seven Up or something, don't they? They make like a cherry. Oh yeah, up. I love using cherry yeah. Seven Up. It's hard to get anymore. So uh, Howard was asking, was it peach slice? Yeah, it might taste like an armpit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? sorry. I think I think anything peach flavored smells like bo. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, cobbler. so so we have a we have a definition on the apple cider versus uh, apple juice by the way welcome tiffany uh apple cider is fresh unfiltered and often unpasteurized apple juice on the other hand is filtered and pasteurized which gives it a so it was the opposite the opposite yeah but it seems yeah. like apple juice is also a little clearer like brady said looks like a urine sample whereas apple cider if you have a urine sample it looks like that you have a <laughs> big time <laughs> kidney problem i have a wonderful analogy apple juice is bud light apple cider is guinness yeah yeah that is good yeah well, yeah fair enough either way i like that good old hotel apple juice I, I, I just wish they would give you bigger cups so I don't have to make 73 trips over there to keep filling my little thimble of... of... <laughs> a shot glass, like a pickle <laughs> cup that they give you. <laughs> All right. And then water's always in a pitcher. You ever notice that? It's like you have the machines that have orange juice, apple juice, and then there's a pitcher with water <laughs> and milk. Pitcher of milk. <laughs> All right, number two on this list. Uh, I was a big fan of these Hostess pudding pies. Mm. You just you got the nice alliteration of pudding pies. pudding pies. Was that like the fruit pies, but it had chocolate puddings in it? Well, they had chocolate puddings. Uh, they had a Boston, like a Boston cream Ooh. type of filling. Boston greens. Don't talk about Boston shakes or anything. Boston <laughs> around Brady. Yeah. It says, uh, you may think of Ho-Hos and Twinkies when you think about Hostess, but in the 80s, the brand's pudding pies were a crowd pleaser. A chocolate-covered crust gave way to a creamy vanilla pudding filling. The treat was kind of like a Boston cream pie donut. Uh, but, yeah, the, they did have a chocolate filling and a, like a vanilla or cream pie type filling. There's also lemon ones. Lemons. There was lemon pudding pies. 
I I always thought the lemon was just the just a, a variation of the fruit, just with no chunks in it because you don't want lemon well, chunks. Yeah. Well, see. The, the, okay. You know how you know how hosts yeah, yeah, always have their little gel, right? Lemon yeah. Was the gel. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like a lemon pie, I guess. But yeah. But I don't know that it was a pie. I don't know it was in the pie family. I think it was pre-pie. Pre-pie. Um, Hostess always had animated mascots like Twinkie the Kid. And I remember there, I, I remember the pudding pie guy. Sounds like the world's worst bag. boxer. <laughs> and in this corner. <laughs> again. Twinkie the Kid. Way again. At three grams of filling. <laughs> You got the Italian stallion versus Twinkie the Kid. <laughs> uh, all right, Raging so. Bull. <laughs> Apple. Uh, we have the slice flavors here. Nice. Ooh. Apple fruit punch, grape passion fruits. I remember grape. Was it passion fruits, Brady? The one you said was nasty. No. Peach no. glaze. Yeah. Yeah. Peach glaze. Mandarin orange, top notch. Pineapples. Strawberries, cherry cola, red, red, red slice. So yeah, but that brings up another question. Red, red, red pop. Let me put my air quotes up here. What's that supposed to taste like? Just red. It tastes like the color red. Well, well uh, Bark had um a red cream soda. Yeah. Yes. It, no, actually, it was just called Big Red, wasn't it? Yeah, Big, Big Red, Red. Well, that was different yeah, than Barks, no. wasn't it? Yeah, that was different yeah. than Barks. I don't know what company or, made Big Red. I think it was the RC company because they were always in RC machines. Doctor Slice. So was that a was that a competitor for Doctor Pepper? Must be and cherry lime, peach so, glaze. Yeah. That just sounds gross. Yeah, armpit I, I don't sweat. Yeah, thank you, Tiffany, for those and Savannah. Also, thank you. Uh, put some flavors up there as well. Now the passion fruit sounds intriguing to me. All right. So uh, Tiffany was asking if I was lemon custards in the pie. I, I, like I said, I thought it was the gel. It wasn't the, the pudding. Yeah. It was awful. It was it was it was pretty fluorescent looking. It was pretty. Uh, <laughs> it was chartreuse. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, now Howard has a the, comment. The chart and chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lemon pudding was good what we have now is more like lemon curd <laughs> about curd around Todd he may want to put some yeah. slaw on it that's right <laughs> Todd always puts slaw on his curds and whey <laughs> number three I don't remember these triple power push pops triple power push pops says though all they look like big glue sticks triple power push pops <laughs> Were oversized lollipops with three flavors in each cylinder. Oh, they had so in one cylinder they had three different flavors. So it was a tri-cylindrical, tri-flavored cylinder. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a cylindrical tube. Uh, so you could save the you could save like a flavor for later. You could you could you could time out your flavor uh, usage. It's kind of like, like um, oh, Aqua Fresh uh, toothpaste. When it came out of the tube, there was like that tri-colored, which was all. I, I bet when you push it up, it's just like a, you know, oh, yeah, kind of like the popsicle version of Astro Pops. Yeah, yeah, kind of in a plastic tube. apparatus. Number four, <laughs> Dr Pepper gum. Yeah, had that once. It it not, had like it had like a liquid Dr Pepper in it. Uh, 
like fresh like gum that it, it was a gum that had a sea loam and goo in it. Yeah. <laughs> that gel in it. Yeah. Except, yeah. except yeah. That not, it says the gum good. had a liquid filling and emulated Dr. Pepper's fruity, slightly spiced flavor. So, uh, you could, I, uh, hey, you can still snag a vintage pack of it for less than $30. It says online. See, I think Dr. Pepper, you, you can't drink Dr. Pepper under certain conditions. Otherwise it tastes like morning mouth. And I don't think I'd, <laughs> That's that's what that Dr. Pepper gum tasted like, as I remember. It tastes like yeah. morning mouth. I want to know mouth. what the nurse practitioner gum tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, anytime I bit into any of those gel-filled gum, it's like a vivisection of a piece of gum, and like the the entrails would squirt out. It was just a it was not a good sensation. Well, and not only that, but it, it even if you did like it, it didn't last any time. I mean, a couple chews no. and it was blended in with the rest <laughs> of the gum. More so than fruit stripe gum. Well, yeah. Yeah. See, I vampired a couple of those liquid gums. You bite the end off of it. You do it. Yeah. You just, and then, How was that again, Brady? Sorry. <laughs> Shotgun and a piece of gum there. Yeah. Should have called that gum slurp. <laughs> All right. And a number five is interesting because I did not know that this craze started in the eighties and that is ranch dressing. Now it, <laughs> it says that a ranch was created or hidden Valley ranches dressing was created in the 1950s, but it took off in the eighties. Uh, it wasn't until 1983 when a shelf stable recipe was developed in the familiar dressing bottle. We know and love or hate Brady was born. <laughs> Suddenly, ranch was being used everywhere, from dousing iceberg lettuce to coating chicken to serving as a pizza dipping sauce. So I, I remember the, the ranch craze, but I, I would have guessed it more than 90s. But I'm, the only reason I'm thinking is we were probably about a decade behind that because we actually never really had ranch growing up. We had Western salad dressing is the only kind of dressing we used oh, in the house. Western salad dressing. I don't even know what that is. Outstanding. Oh, it has the cow on it, Bray. I, I called it cow dressing <laughs> when I was a kid. It has a cow in the front of it. Oh, that gravy. So it's the red sweet dressing. Yeah, it's okay. it's kind of French. Kind, kind of, of Frenchy, but sweeter. Yeah. And and not not as dark. Maybe a bit, bit of barbecue finish to it. I don't know. More probably more of a honey sugary finish yeah. to it. Yeah. But yeah, so I like ranch. I mean, there uh, there are times where I indulge more ranch, you know, than than other times. Um but I definitely do remember, again, I would have guessed more early to mid-90s when everybody started dousing everything in ranch and dipping it, especially when it became a pizza top, because that was never a pizza topper for me when I was a kid. Yeah. No. Now, when did Cool Ranch Doritos come out? That's on this list. Oh. So, yes. Hmm. Uh, number six on this list, original New York seltzer. Yeah. Uh, ah. before, before LaCroix had its moment. The sparkling water spotlight shone on original New York seltzer, which debuted in 1981. LaCroix had been invented, but it wasn't nearly as known. Original New York was known for its many glass bottles and colorless carbonated water, which came in flavors like root beer, vanilla, and raspberry. Nasty. It was eventually discontinued, but it was brought back in 2015. Um, I remember the commercials, and I had um, I begged mom to get a six pack variety pack and they were the little small 10 ounce bottles but they had the styrofoam um that you would rip off kind of label Love and um the yeah. black cherry seltzer was not bad 
it was passable, but the rest of it tasted well, like anus. Lacroix La- La- <laughs> terrible. I mean, Lacroix La- La- tastes like Lacroix tastes like somebody took a bite of the fruit, the whatever it is, and then just burps in your face. That's I mean, <laughs> it literally Actually, just probably Croy last a second, huh? Croy is probably onomatopoeia, not the islands. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> but it, it 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 doesn't have enough of a flavor to it. It's it's, it's just like, like flat soda. Well, not only that, no, it's not even as good as that because it, flat soda will still maintain the consistent flavor throughout. Yeah. Lacroix, if if you're drinking a raspberry or whatever Lacroix, it literally you, you get a a hint. Of raspberry oh. s- smell, yeah, and that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the word used in the world of water is essence of any oh, yeah. drink that has essence <laughs> of nasty. You get a, a spritz. <laughs> you get a spritz of fruit. It, it, it's like a raspberry walked by your nose and crop dusted you. It, it's barely registered. Yeah, it's, it's like a there, it's but... like a scratch and sniff sticker on its last leg. I mean, it just, <laughs> you know what I'm talking that about. Like you true. can just every you can still. Pull a, a, a tinge of scent from it every once in a while, but all right. Number seven, giggles uh, cookies. Uh, Howard, by the way, had a comment. Uh, Howard says New York seltzer is also kind of salty, at least to him. I, I don't remember it being salty necessarily, but uh, I kind of want to try one now. Might go on Amazon and order some. Uh, anyway, seven was giggles cookies. Uh, we're kind of like Oreos, and even made by the same parent company, Nabisco, but with terrifying faces on them. Inside the sandwich cookies were both fudge and vanilla cream fillings. Fudge and vanillas? Do you remember them? They, like on the same I, cookie? I just, yeah. Uh, that yeah, does not pull, ring a bell at all. Pull a picture up there, Eric, if you don't mind. Okay. Giggles. Giggles, Giggles. Cookies? Giggles okay. cookies. So was like, now I'm just going to guess, were the faces like, um, you know, like Mad Ball kind of faces? Or were they um, just like pleasant smiley faces? Just or were they exaggerated faces. like... Okay. <laughs> Man, the, this this will be when I bring this up. This will be the thing of nightmares. What? <laughs> oh, you're gonna love this. <laughs> uh, let me find the tab here. Get that tab open. <laughs> Speaking of tab, it will not be on this list. Oh ah! my goodness! Looks like an angry Gosh. pig. <laughs> What's with the little curl in the middle of its forehead? It's from the 50s. It's his hairs. Gosh. Well, it looks that, like it has a flaccid unicorn. It's a unipig with a flaccid tusk. Or, 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 or <laughs> Do you uh, see now how it has the chocolate and vanilla crims in it, though? You can I, see it. I, I, I can see. Yeah. I think there are Where pills for flac- I think there, I think there are pills for flaccid corn horns right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, eight squeezits. I remember squeezits coming, but again, I would have thought that was more early nineties. Is it the little plastic juice bottles? Yeah, yeah. Brady's. Yeah, it says here even for nineties kids, these bottles. Huh? Brady's an authority on juice boxes and bottles. <laughs> yeah, I I, didn't like I remember liking them better than the. <sighs> Now the juice boxes, like Brady drinks, are fine, but the juice sacks, those are sacks. those are ridiculous. Like precincts. I always like the fact that on the squeezes, you just twisted the top, a little twist and tug, and it's ready to drink. No, I, I, I like a sweet drink, but the the the, the squeezes, 
those are the things they gave people that was having an insulin crash because I mean, it was just that thick pasty, you know, thick, you know, it says that even for nineties kids, these radioactive colored bottles with a twist cap are iconic. You had to squeeze the bottle to extract the fruit flavored juice flavors in this lineup included chucklin' cherry, berry be wild and grumpy grape. It's probably grumpy grape. Why would I want to drink something that's grumpy? <laughs> well, you know what those grape sodas and grape flavorings do? They come out a whole different color. <laughs> yeah. Just like certain cake frosting. <laughs> the black uh, cake icing cons. Number nine. Uh, Keebler. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I want to welcome Becky here. Uh, no problem, Becky. It was your, she said she's sorry she didn't make it to the 100th daughter's birthday. And uh, hope she had a happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Uh, Howard <laughs> says giggles cookie sounds like snacks at the strip club. <laughs> uh, the next we have another cookie. Keebler fudge magic middles. Oh, those were the bomb. Those tree dwelling can... Keebler elves once graced our shelves with their fudge magic middle cookies. The circular cookie was made of shortbread. And the inside featured a soft, fudgy chocolate filling. Although they were discontinued, their legend lives on. Thanks to a uh, Facebook page demanding their return. I um, I I vividly recall when they stopped having them because I asked, and Mom's like, "Well, they just weren't there." And that happened about three weeks in a row. And so that was that. So why does one cookie work and one another cookie does? You ever wonder that? Like, why did the magic middle not work, but? Oh, it worked. And, I mean, but I'm saying, why didn't it last when other cookies have been around for eons? It's the same reason they cancel every TV show I like. That's true. After yeah. one season, I don't know. Yeah. Dumb. Number 10, Funny Feet Ice Cream. Funny Feet Ice Cream. Yeah, look that one up, Eric. Yeah. If you want proof that the 80s were weird, look no further than the British Funny Feet Ice Cream. The composition <laughs> oh, was strange. <laughs> Speaking speaking of the thing of uh, nightmares here, <laughs> golly, that's it. Good <laughs> <Just, laughs> When did they model ice cream after my foot? <laughs> I was gonna say that looks like Brady's foot. That one. <laughs> that looks like my zombie foot. Yeah. It actually it says here that the uh, the the ice cream was actually very delightful. So apparently the the flavor was good. It's just I, I'd say the visual of that one didn't. Uh, it, okay, it, it kind of looks like it's molded from potted meat. Would you, if I mean, <laughs> doesn't it? It's. I, I, I've never seen potted meat that color. Oh, you have it. That's the exact That's color purple? of potted meat. It's like mine's not very. Salad. Mine's not. Yeah, it's not very purple. My screen. It's very pale purple, pinkish pink. purple. Well, pink. just the visual. I, I I would have to. I would feel very silly, even if it was delicious. And you know you would have to tongue between those digits. <laughs> and uh, that, that see, they that, need to put some. They need to put some sort of chocolate or, or chunk TV between 14, the between the toes. Fourteen. Come on. Well, well, I gotta ask you. What do you start with? Do you bite off that big toe first, or do you start down there with the? I think I bite the bunion off on the side. <laughs> Bite the bunion. Bite the bunion. That ought to be its advertising on the, on the package, right? There. Bite the bunion. Oh, gosh. Uh, public Enemy had fight the power. We could have bite the bunion. So, you know. 
here's my thing. I would eat. I would try that. I mean, if the ice cream, but what? Why not have? You could have. It seems like it was only in one flavor. I mean, why wouldn't you have like orange cream? You know, and what was the flavor? Toe jam. It was just that pinkish again. That potted meat pink. <laughs> Ham salad. Oh. It says they disappeared in the 1990s, but made a comeback in 2013. All right. Next we have like Bigfoot. <laughs> Smurf Berry Crunch cereal. Crunch is fun to eat. Smurfy treat. Made by Smurf so happily. They taste like crunchy Smurf berries. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that we knew about it. It says Smurf Berry Crunch wasn't blue. But a mixture of red and purple. Eventually, it was replaced by Smurf Magic Berries, which had star-shaped marshmallows in it. Hmm. I don't remember that. With crystals. <laughs> Howard said the uh, foot ice cream was foodies with a foot fetish. <laughs> like Brady talking about licking between it, toes and things. Smurfberry Crunch, if it were if it were more accurately named f- from the Smurfs, would be called just Smurfberry Smurf. <laughs> It would be. <laughs> you just add Smurf and eat it with your Smurf. So, so why why is the word berry unadulterated by the Smurf? Why isn't it Smurf Smurf Smurf? True. Yeah, I thought he would. I thought they would throw a little, a few words in between. I can't remember exactly, but number twelve, fat frog ice cream. What frog? Fat frog. Hailing from Ireland, Fat Frog Ice Cream was another frozen treat of the time. It was shaped like a frog and had gumball eyes. Oh, I remember those. And it smiled? No. Now, they had a a smiley face ice cream thing that had gumball eyes. I remember – I just remember it being green ice cream. That's it. That's it with the smiley face. Yep. See, I was thinking of because I know that they had another ice cream. I'm gonna real quickly do a side Google ice cream with gumballs. Looks like Freddy the Frog from the New Zoo review. It does. <laughs> Crambone. Oh, frog well, the, uh, into the eighties. There's <laughs> yeah. a. Uh, well, there were there were all kinds of them actually that had that had a uh, gumballs for eyes. See, you, you put gumballs on ice cream, then the gumballs like freeze and they get hard and hard I, to yeah. chew. I, I think the like American that. Dental Association was in cahoots with them. Many a Probably. chip tooth on those. Cahoots. <laughs> All right, 13. Dixie, Dixie's Snack Crackers. Um, I don't remember these, but I it says, the package says, in a biscuit, I do remember the chicken and a biscuit crackers, oh, but that's a different brand. Are awesome. Yeah, and it was it was Bizkit. <laughs> yeah, these are well, these are B I S K I T in a biscuit Dixie drumsticks, uh, mm, chicken flavored crackers for when you want chicken without any of the protein. Dude, as soon as you said that, like it, my mom used to like them, the, and, the, and we would get a, them Dixie drumsticks. The yep. There you go. That's it. Yep. Nabisco, National Biscuit Company. Now the now yeah the box I I'm looking at is different, but it's probably just an update. That looks like pre pre eighties there. Yeah, it does. does. That packaging certainly does. Fourteen, 
Care Bear Waffles. Brady, you are a, uh, a, a shaped waffle person yourself. You like different shaped waffles. I don't remember the Care Bear Waffles. Um, um, I, I, I don't remember, but like... That's not ringing a bell. I mean, yeah, they, Care Bears, they're just, yeah, they're just uh, they they were uh, they were rainbow rainbow specks of berries. Berries. They look they look tasty enough. Ooh, interesting. Let me let me put this away, man. That's that's donuts. Care Bear made, donuts. Anyone? I don't remember that. I made a reference this early early on in the, our podcast life. Those actually look pretty good, but um, there was an Ohio State student cartoon called Pod Shots, and for two weeks they ran Careless Bears, where he created, <laughs> and, and then on their tummies, you know, it, and the, the, it was hysterically funny. So, that, so that, Howard yeah. says you can get dis, Dixie drumsticks at a store in Gatlinburg. Nice. So right next to the Warhound candy and the uh, <laughs> bottle caps. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Cracker Barrel last week. You got, I talked to you. While I was in Cracker Barrel. You, got, you guys were doing the podcast last yeah. week. One of my favorite. One of the reasons I go to Cracker Barrel is to get a score bar, not a score bar. Uh, uh, ah, what's it called? Um, I've talked about Heath it lots bar. of times. No, no, no. It's it has like the four different sections and their different flavors. Um, yeah, and I know what you're talking about. There, it's yellow, and they have a. They have one that has peanut butter, one that has chocolate, one that has caramel, one that has a marshmallow. I can't think of the name of them. But anyway, in Cracker Barrel, it was the only place I've ever seen them, and this Cracker Barrel did not have them. Oh. I was very disappointed. They did have beer. Yeah, they did have beer, yes. Is it, It's not a score. What is that called? It's not a score. A score bar is like a... like a. That That's a toffee. A toffee, yeah. Man, I can't believe I forgot the name of it. Anyway, I'm going to go quicker here. 15 Pepperidge Farm Star Wars cookies. Kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, Pepper, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah. 16. Now, I have a whole topic on Pop-Tarts that I'm going to do one of these days that, I, mm. that I've been saving about Pop-Tart flavors. But 16 Dutch Apple Pop-Tarts. Uh, uh, I don't remember those. The Flemish Apple t- Pop-Tart. Flemish. <laughs> now... They do have frosting on them, and when I do my pop tart list at another in another episode, I I have a problem with pop tarts not having the frosting on them. Oh yeah, it it's automatically deems them to the bottom of the pop tart list <laughs> if they don't have frostings. <laughs> Seventeen, oh, famous Amos, famous Amos, famous Amos, famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. I remember those. <laughs> Wally Amos turned his aunt's chocolate chip cookies recipe into the crispy chocolatey treats we know and love today. He created the brand in 1975, but it wasn't until the 1980s that it took off. Infamous. Infamous. And they are still <laughs> they are still in stores. 18 Sunkissed Fun Fruits. Uh, those are like those, just fruit bites, yeah. right? Yep. Gels. Yeah. 19 Totino's Pizza Rolls. Uh Third degree burn on your palate rolls. Yeah. Here's here's some history for you. Gino's pizza rolls were developed in the late 1960s. But in the 1980s, the brand was sold to Pillsbury. Pillsbury. It was rebranded as Totino's Pizza Rolls, which is the brand we all know and love today. How about that? 20 Burger King French Toast Sticks. 
I'm not a French toast stick fan. Nor am I. You want want to eat flat shingle? I don't want my French. I don't want to eat it with my fingers. Because I like a lot of a lot of syrup and powdered sugars on my on my French toast. Sounds like Brady would eat it with a napkin. (laughs) Oh, you know it. Yeah, that's true. By putting it in a in a uh, stick, all you've done is given Brady a handle. Oh, uh, and and I usually choose the side with the brown crusty side to be the handle side. (laughs) It's the most likely to be javelinized. All right, I'm finishing it up here. Twenty one Dairy Queen blizzards. I didn't realize that was. Uh, Dairy Queen had been around a long time. It wasn't until 1985 that the new iconic blizzard was introduced. A thick milkshake with candy candy mix-ins. The treat is so thick that DQ employees will turn it upside down to show you how thick. They rarely do that for me when I order one. Uh, I challenge them to do that after they've done a Butterfinger blizzard or a McFlurry because you know there will be a debris field on top of the, of the dairy treat. <laughs> and you know that their floor has got to be covered with it at DQ. I, I, the, t- the few times they've done that, I've always been tempted to just not reach out and grab it. <laughs> it's very it's very similar to when the uh, Olive Garden uh, waiter waitress asked me tells me to say when on the on the cheese, and I I just want to not say when. I, I don't say when. I want them to cramp up. <laughs> they march two whole steeds and start milking it. Yes, I want them to cramp up, get pissed, and just leave the whole block of cheese and and the the cheese grinder right there on, on the table with me. Okay, so you're talking about the uh, turning the the blizzard over. Sometimes you can tell they've just like put new mix in the ice cream machine because they'll they'll take the blizzard and they'll kind of do a quick one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just use gravity, Ooh. like the old bucket of water trick. You know? <laughs> uh, all right, so the last one on the list. There's a few more, but they were kind of boring. But I did want to get to 25 Brady because you mentioned this number 25 on the on the list. Cool Ranch. Doritos. Uh, Doritos, the messy tortilla chips with intense flavors, came out in the mid-1960s. But in 1986, the brand released Cool Ranch, and life hasn't been the same since. Definitely impactful. So I, you're talking impactful. That was exactly entering my mind. The Blizzard, I believe, was a very impactful invention by Dairy Queen, which came with several different... Uh, people who uh, try to copy it, even dairy bars oh. and, and McDonald's. And, and I can't believe you said McFlurry and Dairy Queen in the same sentence. Bruce. Yeah, he did. Didn't uh, he? He did. Yeah. I, well, they're all um, the local establishment. Um, Angela's curbside. They have hurricanes. I don't mind a McFlurry though. When they, especially when they first came out, I, I like the, the spoon slash giant straws. Yeah. Combo. So here's, storms. here's my problem with McFlurry's. Limited availability of flavors. Yes. Plus, very. I want strawberries in my McFlurry, and they won't do it. Really? They've got strawberries on hand. Just put the strawberries in the they, McFlurry and mix it up. They make my uh, banana graham cracker crust white chocolate chip uh, blizzards for me. What? Yeah. It's not, they don't even have those flavors. They're getting those out of the back that they just... It's not no, even a McDonald's. Chunk, no, it, it's a DQ. There's actual oh, well, you're, you're still getting your McFlurries in your... You said McFlurry. McFlurry. Did I say McFlurry? Yeah. I, I meant to say McFlurry. Blizzard. Oh, yeah. he said McFlurry. I said McFlurry. I said Blizzard. Yeah, I limited, thought Brady said McFlurry also. Yeah, limited availability of flavors, and I uh, want strawberries in my McFlurry. Yeah. I'm, 
I was just telling somebody today about that limited edition McFlurry. It, it's a uh, Struppelhausen or Waffle Schwapsen or those no. are good. I don't like. I don't want breakfast foods in my ice cream. No. It, it's um, it's caramel. And uh, I believe um, cone chunks or something. I, I could do with it. I've had ice cream. Struppen, Struppen, It's some kind of German sounding thing. The only, the only acceptable limited edition McFlurry is the Rolo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is Rolo a, is a very underrated candy. Oh, oh yeah, it's a versatile candy. Takes There's you, nothing takes, that Rolo I can't do. Well, plus it takes you 10, 15 minutes just to eat one. Well, then it feels like you're like invading Fort Knox to get through the gold foil yeah. just to get the candy. Yeah, they I need to make like... foilless roll-eye. That's why I like those bags of them, yeah. the mini roll-eye, and they're like uh, they're they're, stri- they're denuded, so you just have to reach into the bag and munch them. Yeah, well, hope hope your bag hasn't melted, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you just got one big gob of caramel and chocolate. I've done that before. I've I've left them in, and it it it's like like a chocolate caramel monster, and I feel like a crime scene because it's all over me. So, so what takes longer to chew, a roll eye or a bullseye? Because I I usually just eat the middle of the bullseye and and throw the throw the outside away. Those things seriously, I mean, those tire me. They wear me out. Um, like the Charleston chews. Oh yeah, I, you know, as you as I've gotten older, I, I don't know if it happens to everyone. My teeth don't feel as strong. I feel like I'm going to tear them all out when I try to eat something like that. But even when I was a kid, I didn't like the the outside of the bullseyes. My yeah. jaw becomes fatigued. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what's the other one? What's the is it the chocolate reason or whatever the chocolate? Uh, oh, reason. Yeah, oh, whatever oh. it is. Boy, it's a firm center there. (laughs) You got to put that one up for later to finish it. Uh, That comes in about three on the Mohs scale (laughs) in geology and hardness. Brady, did you say the chocolate covered cud? (laughs) (laughs) Brady, did you say the melted Rolos got all over you? Oh, yeah. Well, did did you go into a conniption fit? (laughs) I I, I did. I had to eat it strategically because, like, the bag, I'm going to kind of demonstrate with my hands here. Like it, it, it was sitting like this, so the chocolate all rolled to one side, and all the caramel like crowned on the top. So when you would extract it from the bag, you had to decide: Am I going to chew the caramel first, or am and then wear the chocolate and take five hours getting it off of you, or do you tackle the chocolate and it looks like you know you've just face planted in a yeah, bog. See- that's that's getting into my stickiness issue. I, I, yeah. I don't like the sound of it. You throw that bag away and start over with some fresh roll eye. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, several comments here. Uh, so uh, Becky said she never ate much other than uh, kind of take her. Uh, bless you, whoever did that. Never ate much of this stuff. <laughs> the gang said, "Bless you." She sneezed in front of millions. <laughs> yeah. Millions. Millions. Uh, Becky said her uh, grandma owned a restaurant and a bar, so she never had other uh, food other than cooked meals. So uh, that's that's good. Uh, yeah. Also said uh, brown sugar blueberry t- pop tarts are all she would eat. I don't mind the brown sugar pop tarts, but they got to have the, the the icing on them. The the brown sugar. Yeah. I like the blueberry, that's good. But again, they have to have the icing. 
She also says pizza rolls are 15 minutes of torture to cool down. So it, it should be in the directions that you take a fork and you puncture the pizza roll <laughs> to help it cool down. Yeah, let them hiss at you a little bit. Well, then you got a geyser of goo because especially if you microwave them, it, it spurts out. Geyser of goo. Uh, she also said she bought nine three-pound bags of Rolos at Christmas time. Ate two of them. Oh in my five days. gosh! <laughs> so three. Wait a minute. Nine three-pound nine three bags, bags so, of Rolos yeah. and two of them. So she ate six pounds or two. You ate six pounds of Rolos in five days. <laughs> that's impressive. That is. I, that's just, that's over wow. a pound a day. I just realized something. Ew. <laughs> A Rolo should not come in a bag. It's a Rolo. It should come in a roll. <laughs> They're not called bagos. <laughs> now, Howard says Rolos are Paltos. just even out milk duds. They're fancy milk duds. They're sh- they're they're shaping. They're they're some more time went into the shape of them. But aren't they called Rolos because they're in a roll? Yeah. Well, and that that's irritating with the Rollo commercials. It would show somebody who had perfectly penetrated the foil and it shows them doing this cool move with the their thumb. thumb oh yeah. Like yeah. a like it like oh, a uh, like a Pez dispenser with the rollers. Yeah. That took a hundred takes. <laughs> that doesn't happen in the real world. You drop three rollos on the floor, and then they then I got yelled at for trying it. <laughs> No, but you, yeah. you had to take the Rolos and just break them. You had to break it down the middle and get yourself started. Yeah. No judgment at all, Becky. Nope, just, not uh, at all. Not at all. Incredulous. I would do the same. Yes, uh, Howard also says bullseyes are short, fat cow tails. Ooh. Cow tails. I love the bovine post-anal <laughs> me- me- <laughs> Post-anal? Yes. Is that a real Post-an- word? No, d- d- no. It that, should that, be. My Moorhead State Zoology. The the tactical term for a cow tail is a bovine post-anal meatus. <laughs> Just like when you go to the fair and get the cinnamon-covered pachyderm auditory meatus. An elephant ear. How come a tail how come a tail and an ear meatus is is in both of those? Yeah, well, Meatus just explains. I, I, actually, I don't know the real. Don't make any jokes about Meatus. Before my professor, I thought it was called Meatus because it's M E A T U S, <laughs> but it's Meatus. But yeah, a tail and an ear are both Meati. Really? So yeah. is any appendage a, a Meatus? That question is above my pay grade. Have to I only know of pre- two. Presence of cartilage, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, she also says, first time she'd seen Roli in a bag, hence buying so many. Oh, yeah. All right. Anything else for the good of the order on that one? I don't believe so. All right. So, invite you to visit our website, gentlemen. www.playitbyyourpodcast.com And at said website... Uh, you can find many things. Let me get to the right page here uh, before I share. Uh, we've been hawking these T-shirts. Um, buy a T-shirt. Yes, buy they're a T-shirt. They're the only. Yes, they're the only T-shirt T-shirt guaranteed to make you look incredible. Yes, and there's a picture of it. Uh, you can click on that picture of a T-shirt. It will take you to our uh, crowdsourcing website buymeacoffee.com you can pay for it there 
And uh, that is at the store link at the top of the page. So uh, if you want a t-shirt, uh, we have many on hand in different sizes. So uh, please avail yourself to some play it by ear uh, fashion wear. Fashion wear. Swimwear. All right. Brady Liming. See. Yours, yours, uh, Okay, so I really didn't I didn't get this to discuss this with Todd at all. And I briefly discussed it with Eric. I just told him what I was doing. And this one's gonna be fun. It's something we can all contribute to in our own way. But um this comes from um a site called boardpanda.com. And it's ridiculously stupid things that people have done. Just that thing, that dumb thing that you've done that you just can't believe you ever did it. It's just ridiculously, embarrassingly dumb. It was not well thought out. I've got nothing. <laughs> so um, so I will just uh, start off. Uh, they, they said that this really picked up in the internet era after somebody um, posted a tweet um, about a friend. Uh, anyway, her roommate was making... Um, burritos Weeders. for frozen burritos and the silly part was when the microwave didn't work they threw away the frozen burrito they thought something was wrong with it and got another one out of the freezer and put it in the microwave so they th they thought the burrito was broken not the microwave exactly gotcha. and one of those things where you know there's your mind gets distracted and you do ridiculous things um so um Although that would be the cheaper option to just uh, yes. try another burrito. Just try yes. another burrito. Absolutely. Um, so one of the, uh, this one that's contributed to this list, my brother-in-law had a high school girlfriend who thought Abraham Lincoln was African, was the first African-American president because of his coloration on a penny. And then the mother-in-law said, well, he's green on the $5 bill. That doesn't mean he's Martian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plus a penny's copper. Uh, I, I know. I it, it just sounds <laughs> dumb all the way around. I, I guess that's no different. I, I mean, I could see that. I guess that's no different than me growing up thinking that at one time the the world was in black and white because all the you know all the, the pictures I had seen were black and old pictures were black yeah. and white. I didn't. I mean, I remember asking my mother if they saw in color back in the day because yeah, and, oh yeah, yeah, has to be has to be a pretty typical Ute right. thought. Yeah. Um, here's a good one. Um, my friend in high school insisted Italian was not a language because she was Italian but spoke English. Her history teacher left the class to enter mine to tell us about it. I'm Italian. That's not a real language. I speak English. So you got to wonder how Italian was she? And by that, I mean, like, yeah. was she just, like, born in Italy and then... Yeah, or born in Italy and maybe moved over here when she was a baby like or something. Like maybe or... six generations removed of Russo's or something like that. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Okay. Um, sorry, I got to scroll down a bit. Okay, when I was in fourth grade, I had to practice the recorder for music class, but my mother wouldn't let me once the sun had set because she believed it would call snakes into the house. <laughs> 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 All 
I'm a snake. Every snake out. Every snake within ten miles lines up. <laughs> Outside of Sardinia Elementary during the spring program, when the the kids are playing the recorders, it looks like St. Patrick is marched by the school. All right. They, had, they must not have had recorders back in our day. No, no I don't remember them. School district. I'm sure they existed, but uh, why are they called recorders? I have no idea. Seem I have that. no idea. The only thing they record is parental angst. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. My roommate in college used to wash her feet by putting them one at a time into the toilet and flushing them. No soap. <laughs> Now, the question is, did she flush the toilet before she put her first foot in? <sighs> that, <laughs> in this day and age, that will get you to be an amputee because the pressure that those automatic ones will flush. I mean. Yeah, the one that goes, whoosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it gives you about a heart attack because you're not expecting it to sound like the space shuttle taking off. Um. Okay. All right. Let's see. I'm looking through. Um. People kept setting our microwave on fire because they didn't know you had to add water to ramen noodles. This happened three times, and I had to put a note on the microwave. So somebody did not know in this place of employment that you had to put the water in the ramen noodles. I didn't know that would burn up a microwave. I guess so. I guess so. Um, okay. I, this one's not dumb. It's just intriguing. I would like to interview this person. Uh, one of my friend's uh, roommates tried to boil water for 15 minutes on low. She said she didn't like using high heat because the coil turned red. So that was threatening in some way. I can see that though. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, I think it just scary. Calls it fire. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Fire. All right. Um, when my oldest son was in high school, he dated a girl that destroyed multiple microwaves by trying to thaw out cans of frozen Dr Pepper. Her family um never clued her into it. So first off. <laughs> Why do you have so many cans of frozen? Do Who's letting their Dr. Pepper get frozen? Unless you're doing it on purpose. And second off, how many times would it take for you to realize that you can't put a can of Dr. Pepper in the microwave? I, and this is the second microwave destroying reference. Um, Now, I guess one of my stupid moments that I was saving, this is a good time to insert, involved a microwave. And in eighth grade, our art project was to take a bar of ivory soap and make a carving out of it. Well, I kind of messed up. So I had the brilliant idea. I'm going to take a milk carton and I'm going to put the soap in this milk carton and I'm going to melt it in the microwave. And then it'll come out nice and square and not only be able to be redone, but I'll actually like it better because it was taller and easier to sculpt. <laughs> well, I put it in the microwave and lo and behold, it looked like a county fair prize winning cauliflower. <laughs> it looked like a giant brain and it made the food taste like ivory soap for a month in the, in the microwave. So did, did you, uh, did you turn it in and say, Hey, I carved a brain. 
I, I think I turned it in as an abstract. <laughs> How did I go so many years without hearing that story? I've never heard that story. Really? And I don't now, remember carving I- ivory soap. I don't either. Now, I remember when microwaves first became a thing. Like, um, I remember that I believe it was Arby's had to, because people wasn't thinking, and they would warm up their Arby sandwiches in the microwave, but the foil wrapper caused issues. Yeah. In the other Arby microwave disaster, um, I don't know why my mother did this. I don't, I think she was heating up uh, uh, like uh, maybe coffee or something, but it was in a special edition Christmas cup that was gotten at Arby's. And it had a small gold ring. It looked like the, like the top of the cup was golden, like a piece of golden foil, and that ignited the microwave. Shouldn't it have had five golden rings if it was a Christmas <laughs> cup? I, that that must have been what it was. <laughs> All right. Um. So this would be a good time, gentlemen. Do you have a, your own story of doing something ridiculously dumb? Uh, I know. One thing one of my friends did was uh, had to do with a graduated cylinder in uh, chemistry class. Hey, <laughs> I've heard from that friend that that was lies. <laughs> was not lies. I saw it. Did it involve a Bunsen a Bunsen burner? <laughs> yes, it did. A Bunsen burner. Bunsen burner. I, I, I hope my new administration is not going to. Since I'm now a ninth grade science teacher, I hope they're not listening to this story, but. Um, I thought it was a beaker. Uh, it, it, long story short, it said Pyrex on it, and I thought that immediately made it fire safe. And it it wasn't done out of malice or anything. I just grabbed the wrong thing, and I exploded a graduated cylinder, thinking it was a beaker. <laughs> See, and I didn't even say it was you, Brady. I just said a friend of mine. Yeah, he was uh, just yeah. Wow. There, there was accusatory tone. It's a tone. Uh, I uh, uh, I the, speaking of the microwave. Um, when I was uh, substituting before I right after I graduated, I was doing a little sub sub teaching subbing, and uh, I was subbing where at Lynchburg and uh, Celia was at lunchtime. She was uh, we had the, the ginger snap cookies. And get this for my mom because my mom any any like hardened cookie my mom would just be like well just pop in the microwave for twenty seconds and it'll soften back up a little bit <laughs> and uh, it, it does work but uh but so Saya Saya sat put a ginger snap cookie in the microwave and and set it and sat the time and uh, and and forgot about it and I, she'd actually put something like she tried five seconds and then put five minutes or whatever and we kind of forgot about it. next thing we know there's sm- smoke rolling out of it and. Uh, like, I didn't even work there, and I had to like take the microwave, unplug it, and run it outside, and throw it out in the rain. It was it was raining outside, <laughs> so I I saved Lynchburg Middle School from being burned to the ground from a uh, a ginger snap mishap. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> Sounds like the title to an internet story: the ginger <laughs> snap mishap. There's probably I'd say lots of people have a microwave. Wouldn't you think that would be a pretty common mishap apparatus? Miss Happaratus? Miss <laughs> I, I would say let me most of it has to do with putting metal in there. I would well, say. and just things like, you know, uh, burning popcorn. I mean, who hasn't burned popcorn? Ew. There's a stench. There's, uh, 
well, you guys both know working in schools that uh, you always know when somebody burns a bag of popcorn or has fish for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> there should during, be a rule at every place of employment that you're not allowed to have f- fish for lunch. During and, lunch and after. Oh, gosh. <laughs> put it in the microwave. At, Fresh trout dinner. I was going to say, you put it in the microwave and you're instantly in SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it smells like low tide in the teacher's lounge oh gosh yeah. <laughs> uh, all right we got stories rolling in here. <laughs> so becky said when she was seven she put a foam container in the microwave full of chili at her grandma's restaurant it smelled so bad melted through and all over everything uh, howard i had classmates in uh, biology class attempt to use the butane to breathe fire <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> The result was lost eyebrows and burned bangs. <laughs> now, Celia has a different uh, take on your story there, Todd. No, it was the old-fashioned kind that you turned a knob. I turned the knob, and it started talking and forgot about it. So she just picked a random quarter knob. knob or something. And uh, Yeah. Um, Either way, I saved the day. So uh, Becky also said she about burned Lynchburg to the ground. That's another story. Maybe the fire department will tell you about it. Now, now here is one that is pretty dumb. Well, well, real quick, though, who hasn't exploded a hot dog in the microwave? Oh, because you got to stab it with some forks or some toothpicks before you before you heat it up. I hate it when they split. I I, I don't when they blow out at the end. That's expected. (laughs) But, but when they split, I hate it. <laughs> Gotta hate you know, that. You, what I mean. you see the end of the hot dog fly and just hit the glass door. Yeah. No, but you you got to poke them, Brady. They, if you poke them, they won't split. Take oh. you take it and you jab it with a fork, t- twist it and jab it, and then you wrap it up in a napkin. What do you do, Todd? It won't. You take it and you <laughs> you stab it and jab it, or you can do it with toothpicks. Oh gosh! I thought everybody knew that. That's no wonder you're hot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I, I, I thought it was the you know it's the over under. Of course, you know I I poke it a little bit, but um, you know I always hate it when like I said, you expect the ends to boist, but I hate it when it splits down the middle. Yeah. All right. So so I'm thinking of this made on TV contraption as seen on TV contraption, where it's got like toothpicks or fork tines and you sit the wiener on the fork tine and it has fork tines on the top and you just take the top down and right through the wiener um, so it doesn't explode in the microwave. I know what you're going to say, Todd. Go ahead. No, I'm not. You, you go ahead. Oh, um, th- there was a uh, baby food bag and it was like shaped like a wiener dog and you put a hot dog in it and it's like a, like a strainer and it would cut it into cubes. So like like the wiener dog apparatus oh. was just long yeah. Yeah. Um I received one of those as a gift for something. I'm trying to remember what it was. I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. I have one. Yeah. You used to you have just, one. Yeah. It's it it's like a chomper. Well. Yeah. So yes, Becky, those were his words. He pokes it so it doesn't blow out at the end. <laughs> that is correct. You heard correctly. Now now. <laughs> Oh man. Um so th- this one is like okay, it is dumb and ridiculous, but I could see anybody doing this because if they get really involved at the moment. 
So this person says, I had a friend that cut his finger while slicing a bagel because his finger was in the hole and he needed stitches. So he put his finger through the bagel hole and he was cutting it whilst on his finger and forgot that his finger was in the hole. And he cut his finger very badly. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Does it spit? Does it spit the hot dog chunks into the food bowl? That's ingenious. It, yeah, it's so. Oh, it's well. You, you put the what dog right roll? there. Yeah. And then this, it's it's actually it's amazing because there's no blades. There's nothing sharp. Um, and the then, bowl is for the ketchup, if you wish. Yeah, the bowl is for the ketchup. Oh, gotcha. So then you 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 or just mustard, do, if you will. Don't put ketchup on no dog. Let me see that dog's face. It looks really happy. <laughs> looks kind of frightened, actually. Yeah, that looks scared. <laughs> so anyway, you just you put the hot dog in there, and then you do that, and it slices it, and they, the slices lay in the slit in the dog's back, and then you can dip them in the, but the dog's, catsup. The dog's snout is over the, the bowl where your sauce is. Well, that's for looks, see, like he's eating seem, out of his food seem, bowl. Seem to be a, seem it would be a little unwieldy trying to it's get a, to the... It's aesthetic, Eric. The preferred it's sauce. Yeah, no, the there's, more room, there's more room there than you think. It's It's got quite a bit of room. <laughs> see? That, that angle opti- might be helpful. Optical, a bit. optical yeah. illusion. Does that help? Well, it, Does that it looks help? like his snout's a little bit off to the side. So, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Everybody should have one of those, especially especially with kids. That's handy. Was that as seen on TV? I don't know. I don't know. um, Made by the same company as the Clapper? I'm trying to remember what I... Oh, I think he got (laughs) this for me when I I graduated college. I remember when Dad bought a Clapper, and my mom just got hysterical because um, he he saw it on TV, and he he rigged it up. And he's like, watch this, the big reveal. And nothing happened. And the more he messed with that clapper, like, I think he clapped and the neighbor's lights went off or something like that, you know? Oh, I could see Mousy getting all bent out of shape about it. Oh, he, he was not happy. <laughs> um, Once again, makes me think of a Bob and Tom bit about the Harry Carey and the uh, him having a clapper in his... <laughs> Loud Budweiser flatulence turned off the lights or turned on the lights. Okay. So I, I'm looking at the time, and this is probably be a good one to end my topic on. We could always go on, but I'm just saying this would be a good one. And Todd, this is for you in light of our discussion a minute ago. This person said in college, my friend wanted to make baked potatoes in the microwave. He called his mom for instructions, and she said, stick forks in them and then put them in the microwave. Well, he stuck forks in them. And put the tater and, and the fork put, in the microwave. Yeah, put the, put the tater and the forks in the microwave and caused massive microwave damage. Got to watch that tater, right, Becky? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Everybody knows you don't put your tater in the microwave. You put your tater in the shower. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, Howard, here's the definition of stupid. When a baseball's fouled off and over the fan in the stands, everyone yells heads up so you look up and get hit in the face. That is true. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. That, that is very true. Should be duck and cover, like in the in the old days with the when you see the flash. Duck, 
Handcuffed. Or just, yeah, or like four, like in golf. Yeah, right? All right. Um, okay, I, this is a quick one. Just It is what it is. Had a co-worker say that he never ate raw shrimp because he thought... Wait, wait. There was a co-worker that never ate raw shrimp. He thought that they came breaded from the ocean. So we, he, he he thought that that was actually the breaded part was how the shrimp came out of the ocean. He'd never seen a raw shrimp. So did he think it was diseased or something? Well, I just think he thought that it was like an exo cover of some kind. No, but so when he saw it without it, did he think it was a sickly shrimp? Yeah. So when he actually had the breaded shrimp, did he remove the breading, thinking it was, like you said, an exoskeleton? Or? No, I just think that he thought that's what shrimp looked like. Well, I think it should. I think all shrimp should have breading on it. I think everything should have breading on it. <laughs> Certainly would make everything more tasty. Yes. <laughs> so Especially shrimps. They come covered Shrimp. in cocktail sauce too. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I hate cocktail, oh. cocktail sauce. I know I've told sauce. that story on here where I had to be suave and eat that shrimp cocktail to. There's only there's only one thing you dip your your breaded shrimp in, and that's catsup. <laughs> Not ketchup. Catsup. That's right. Catsup. <laughs> and and not red gold catsup. No, no. Although I will say red gold is better than Hunt's. It goes it goes Heinz, Red Gold, any other brand, and then Hunts. Hunts. Any other brand? Yes. You're willing to put any other brand ahead of Hunts. Probably. As a non-ketchup consumer, what makes Hunts offensive? It's just I don't know. It I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It's just I just don't like it. It's oh, just I don't different. Right, so uh, now that now that may put me down on a lupine excursion here, I, uh, and I don't mean to offend anyone who eats Hunt's ketchup. I just don't happen to like it, <laughs> or I happen not to like it. All right, Heinz. Uh, then you have the store brands, what whatever store brand, French's. Yeah. French makes some, ketchup. Had some French's in some little packets. I've never Is had it yellow. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, let's see. I'm scrolling down. Del Monte. <laughs> I think I've had some Del Monte ketchup before. Yeah. Uh, Whataburger has its own ketchup. And I, I like Whataburger's ketchup. Yes, Brooks has the ketchup. Flip Daddy's, uh, I don't know if there's any of those around still, but Flip Daddy's got their ketchup from a, I can't think of the name of the place, but it was out of Chicago. And they had really good ketchup. I'm doing a quick scroll here. Those are really the only brands. I, it, it seems it's, like the ketchup market is a pretty pretty shallow pool here. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like ranch. I mean, there are there are some good ranches out there, but none of them are better than Hidden Valley. The ones that come from fully exposed valleys are just not <laughs> as good. Oh, well, here's one for you. I'm going to talk about brands here. What what is the uh, brand name that you thought you'd never see on ketchup? I, I'm going to be Jif. funny. Gray Poupon. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> Grady Poupon. Well, Hershey. Brady, uh, Hershey. Brady, you're not far off, actually. Hel- uh, Hellman's. Ah! Hellman's. Real ketchup. Real. <laughs> not the fake ketchup. It's a real ketchup. That is sweetened only with honey. Sweetened with honeys. It says it's new. How new is it? <laughs> I've never I had it. I've never. Must be that new. You've never had. I see hunts there lurking. I don't know. <laughs> the, the I would rather that... eat. Ke- I would rather go back to the days when ketchup was made out of out of uh, mushrooms, and I don't even like mushrooms. <laughs> and mushrooms. fish oil, fish. Yeah, fish. Uh, ketchup wasn't always made out of tomatoes. It was. Uh, it, it was. A, it was a fish. Yeah, it was a fish oil type thing. It was made out, so it was made out of fish, like fish, well, I, and then it was made out. Yeah, I knew the fish part. I didn't know mushrooms were involved. Yeah, it was made out of mush. They tried all kinds of things because, uh, see, t- the tomatoes in the night, I'm going to geek out on you here, but tomatoes in the nightshade family, and, uh, you know, a lot of people, they for years, they thought nightshade uh, were all poisonous. Yeah. Uh, so the tomato is a tomato is a nightshade plant, or a, it comes from the nightshade plant, but it's not poisonous. Oh. It, but they didn't know that back then, so. Yeah. Todd, yeah. your wife loves cocktail sauce on fries. See, it, it, it's not that I could sooner eat a cocktail sauce on a fry. It's just the fact that I was eating a raw creek bug. See, oh, I I just don't like, I can't stand horses, a horse's radish. Oh, is that what's in cocktail sauce? <laughs> yes. Equine radish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like the what's this what's the sauce that has horsey sauce i guess horsey sauce is horseradish yeah yeah it is all right anything else any more lupine excursions here before nope we are truly living up to our name tonight all right so once again i want to call your attention to our store Go to www.playbyyourpodcast.com and you can visit our link to our store and uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page, click on the page or the link, uh, or let me back click on the picture of the t-shirt and you can buy a t-shirt with uh, our logo on it. Uh, one color, which is what's in the picture there, kind of a, a heather gray sort of uh, color. I mean, is that the official color, Todd? It's, it's grayish. Yeah. Charcoal, charcoal gray. Charcoal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can click on the uh, T-shirt picture. It'll take you to uh, buymeacoffee.com. You can pay for the shirt there, and we can uh, get that shirt to you. All right. So now we are to the gain of the night. Gain. Gain is ducking high. Ducking high. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> All right. Quack, quack, quack. All right. So uh, here's the game. So uh, I draw a card from the pile, and it gives a uh, situation, for lack of a better term. And I'll give you a for instance here. So if you were to go streaking, what event would be the funniest to interrupt? So each of our co-hosts will give an answer. And audience, you will vote to uh, tell us which is the best answer, and our hosts will get a point depending upon your vote. Let's hear the audience's answers on that. I've got a good one, I think. Okay, okay audience, I'll, I'll read it again. You can give an answer. 
If you were to go streaking, what event would be the funniest to interrupt? Audience members. They got all shy on us. Well, you guys can answer the for instance. Brady, you had one in mind. What would it be? Yeah. The running of the bulls in Pampaloma. Pamplona. An inopportune goring, and you know that you know you'd look like a grandfather clock running down the street, everything swinging because like those bulls were chasing you. So is it the funniest or the the mo- what was the? I'm sorry, what was the? What what event would be the funniest to interrupt? Now, Brady, I don't think the event that you said would be funny to interrupt. I think the goring would be funny. Yes. I don't know, because everybody is in those white suits, and there's that one dude that's streaking with an angry cow behind him. (laughs) I would say the... Is it the Yukonuba or whatever uh, dog show? (laughs) The Westminster... (laughs) Well, there's the isn't there another one? There's the Westminster. There isn't there a Yukon? There is a Yukonuba one too, yeah. and, and it oh. has to be during the Hound round. <laughs> the Hound. Do they have different rounds based upon breed yeah. of dog? Yeah. Oh yeah. The there's like round. the working class. The <laughs> Why don't they class? call it the Hound round? They. I want. I want paid for that. I want them to, to adopt that and, and pay me. And now yes. the Hound round. Uh, Savannah says the Daytona 500. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to be up there with the pace car, <laughs> right? Man, Joey, Joey. Hey, sorry, he missed us tonight. He was counting the Pomeranian's nails. Joey has some of the best. I was busy excuses I've ever heard. That is awesome. <laughs> he is the man. <laughs> he's, he's a I man. love his entrances, and we still never know whether he's cutting up with us or not. Yeah. He'd... He could very well be trimming a Pomeranian's nails. Yeah. Eclectic life. All right, audience. Now now you're voting on whether Todd's or Brady's answers are the best. Okay. So we drew lots backstage. First answer, Brady. Brady, We're single-handedly keeping lots alive. I am. (laughs) That's my goal. What food that is not normally blended... Would you like to put in a blender and suck through a straw? <laughs> oh, that timing was perfect. Yeah. So, so say that one more time. You kind of faded out on me. What food that is not normally blended would you like to put in a blender and suck through a straw? Caramels and bananas. Caramels and bananas. Okay. I like to eat, eat, eat. eat. Caramels and bananas. and bananas. <laughs> I like to suck, <laughs> suck, suck. Caramels and bananas. Um, How much would you have to blend a caramel to suck it through a straw? <laughs> if it was out of a, if it was out of a Rolo, you'd have to blend it for hours. Yeah. Speaking of caramels, you remember those little caramel cubes? Oh, oh yeah. yes, craft yeah. cubes <laughs> and cellophane wrappers. Oh, those were delicious. Yeah, 
but I could only eat two because my jowls would start going. <laughs> oh. pressure to get through two. I usually just lick on them and spit them out. <laughs> the, the, I, I made myself ill one time. I ate like five packages of Gats caramels. Those are those caramels with a white creamy center. And I just thought I just like ate those like they were going out of business. Oh man, I think my intestines were just, you know, gummed up. Oh, gummed up. It just, my stomach hurt. I was so sick, but I love those things. I could eat a pound of them. <laughs> I'm right, going to say gave you gave you some think time there, Todd. Yeah, I'm going to say manwich. Well, <laughs> <laughs> son. <laughs> With or without bun. <laughs> so it's no like a slaw. smoothie? No slaw. You, you could have some bun in there. Manwich on bun. I think and bun would paste it up too much. What, 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 what did the school menu say? It didn't say manwich. <laughs> so, barbecue yeah, on barbecue bun. On bun. So you're just taking the manwich sandwich and putting it in, liquefying it to drink through a straw. Yeah. Hey, when you get old, that's how you're going to eat. You might as well get ready for it. <laughs> Embrace it, man. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> All right, audience. Which had the better answer? Brady's bananas and caramels. Caramels, not caramels. <laughs> We're high class here. Or Todd's manwich on bun. Are you saying cement instead of cement or cement instead of cement? A cement tomato, pun. Tomato, tomato. All right, uh, Becky says uh, probably that Garamol's coming out all parts of the tater, Brady. <laughs> also says she hates puree. All right, uh, Howard likes Todd and his manwich Slurpee. His <laughs> Murpy. <laughs> uh, Savannah says Brady's answer is the best. Uh, Becky goes with Todd. I would think, though, both of those would be good toppings for some other, like, get you a nice meatloaf and top it with some manwich Slurpee. <laughs> that that, that kind of got me in the feels a little bit. <laughs> I burped a little. You don't have to watch it being made. You just, you just got to eat it. You don't, you don't have to know how the sausage is made. Uh, I think it's probably our only three audience members that are answering so todd you get the points yeah i, I like his answer better too one nil all right todd your first answer here you can only wear a white shirt with black text on it for the rest of your life what does the shirt say <laughs> Hmm. All kinds of places I'm going in my mind with this. Not not about what's on the shirt, but in your current position. You have to wear this mm -hmm. t-shirt like to work and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say... You're right. It's got to be something appropriate to be realistically. Yeah. Of course, I'm saying these things and coloring your answer. <laughs> uh, 
So while you're thinking, Becky makes a comment. We never know the sauces that people make. Who knows the wizardry behind the fast food? That is true. That's why Brady swears off all sauce-based <laughs> items. Except salsa. Salsa. Or marinara. Marinari. Or a queso. <laughs> I'm going to say a white shirt with black lettering. Yes. Milk. 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 All right, Brady. I think mine would say, behold my only shirt. (laughs) Now, I I saw one of the answers here that uh, one of the audience members put. Uh, Howard said the shirt should say generic (laughs) T-shirt. See, I would reduce that going back to the 80s when generic items first came out, they were in the white with black yeah. writing labels. That's where I got my milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. I mean, that, not my milk. I'm saying that's where I got milk because I remember yeah. you'd always see in movies where it was just a white carton with milk written on the side of it. Or driving down the uh, expressway and the sign says food. Yeah. Beer. Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> goes back to one of Brady's pet peeves of movies when you go, when they walk into a bar or is that my pet peeve and they say I'll take a beer yeah and, and they do exactly slide a beer down to him there was one in Aberdeen Ohio that just said liquor spelled L I Q O R okay okay uh see I I I t- Howard I'd take your answer and just say t-shirt not generic That'd be or shirt. Shirt, yes. Uh, Becky says her shirt would say tater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Savannah votes Todd's answer is the best. Howard and Becky, you're the ones voting. It's good there are three of you, so we don't have any ties. I have to be the tiebreaker for. Todd's answer being... Milk. 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 In block letters. In block letters. Should have gone with... Answer. Up again it, and then the back would say, but not in it. <laughs> I choose my uh, answer to bam bam. <laughs> Actually, the the lyric says bam a lamb, right? Bam a Yeah, is it? Well, oh. the, to get the full joke in there, the front of the shirt would have to say black blood pudding, and then the back would have to say bam bam black pudding, <laughs> black blood pudding. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Becky, Becky says Todd. Which I, I think I, Todd I, wins again. Yep, I think uh, I said we something has dulled my uh, senses tonight. I'm going to have to get better. I don't know. Todd has gotten out to these leads before and has been That's right. Taken. No lead is safe. Todd two zero two nil. Right, we are playing to five, by the way. Just so you know. All right, Brady. Let's see. If there were an alien invasion and you could choose anyone to negotiate on the Earth's behalf, who would you choose? Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's an interesting answer. Todd? There were an alien invasion and you could choose anyone to negotiate on the Earth's behalf. Living or dead? Who would you choose? There are no parameters. So, 
So it's between Scott Bayo and Todd Bridges. <laughs> I didn't know they were going to or invade. Greta Van Sestren. Um, no, I'm going to have to go with Wilford Brimley. The Brims. Uh, <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Oh, nice answer. Don't invade us. <laughs> you know what happens to invaders, don't you? They get diabetes. <laughs> it's, it's, I can see the shirt, don't invade us, like written just like this. With an angry Brimley eyebrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, uh, Becky says Will Smith <laughs> yeah. slapped uh, the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Savannah's vote. Brady's answer is the best. Morgan Freeman. Howard says it's too cerebral. So uh, Howard, does that mean you vote for Todd? No, he's saying, saying too like cerebral. too cool, man. Too cerebral, Brady. Is he saying awesome. mine's too cerebral and he's voting for Brady, or is he saying that Brady's too cerebral? Uh, I don't know. Todd uh, has it with Brimley. The Brims. <laughs> All right, Becky. Fill it to the brim, baby. <laughs> Becky, you're the tiebreaker. Are we looking at uh, Brady's Morgan Freeman answer or Todd's Wilford Brimley answer? Don't invade us. <laughs> Becky says Brady. Brady gets his first point. In my point. 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 Boo. Wait a minute. <laughs> Only one for a point. One. Yeah. You need to be wearing a derby like some good Australian rules football officials. Uh, I knew I should have uh, gone Gary Busey. <laughs> I thought someone would say Donald Trump. I swear. All right, Todd. <laughs> if your fridge played a song every time you opened it, what would the song be? I guess I, guess I, I read that right. What song would be best? So I guess it. I don't know if that changes your thought pattern on the question. But... Mm. If your fridge played a song every time you opened it, what song would be best? <laughs> oh, man. Beat it. <laughs> so is so is the, is the fridge responsible for trying to keep your svelte waistline? That's, is that what you're that's yeah. It's like it, or it's just tired of me holding the door open and staring at it. Gotcha. So beat it. Like get out of here. Should have gone with eat it, but yeah, eat it. But I was trying to I was trying to not go the funny route. I was trying to go the yeah. serious route. I've got my answer. Okay. You're as cold as ice. <laughs> By ice. foreigner. Ferner. Wouldn't that be you singing to the fridge, though? That's well, true. he's talking about the items leaving its realm. 
Gotcha. So when you reach in so you and would grab be warm. that Coke. Yeah. All right. So Todd said beat it. Brady said cold as ice by Ferner. 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 <laughs> uh, by the way, Howard would have picked Stone Cold Steve Austin to negotiate on the Earth's behalf. Right, Just call so Steve Be- Austin. Becky has left us. Uh, You're going to leave our solar system because Stone Cold said so. I may have to break ties now. Ooh. Howard says Brady. Ooh. Savannah says Todd. We got a oh. tweet one. It's toit. Anybody, very... anybody else to vote? How many do we have in the rune? Four. <laughs> but uh, only three of which have been voting, so... It's like I may have to break this one. Not sure why Mrs. Griffin stopped commenting. Yes, Mrs. Griffin should uh, should be a voter in this. All right. She was nice enough to bring me the the wiener slicer. You looks like she could at least vote. <laughs> so, I guess in my case, I feel that I would like the refrigerator to uh, help me uh, in my. Uh, ability to keep my weight down so i will go with todd beat it beat it it. it. yeah i I, because plus i got yelled at not yelled at i shouldn't say that i i bet i if i was told once i was told a million times when i was a kid to stop standing there with the refrigerator door open i had that discussion today (laughs) because uh, i'm turning into my father no um Reagan was getting the um, contents to make a sandwich out of the fridge, and she proceeded to make the sandwich on the fridge ledge inside the fridge. <laughs> she was constructing. How is that it. even possible? <laughs> well, because we've got a pretty wide fridge ledge, and she just got the items to put on it right there by the drawer. And I'm like, Say, Brady, it's about time you go to Kroger. It sounds like your cupboard's pretty bare. What, condiments and all right there on the ledge? No, not not condiments. She just she just put the sandwich together. But still, that you know, we're not talking about a few seconds where you make your choice, grab it, and move on. <laughs> Which, looking back, does it really... I never, I, mean, I would have never questioned him, but now I'm going to have to call dad up and ask him why it bothered him so much because I can't imagine it's making your electric bill go up that much, if at all. I pre- I bet it harkens back to the days of ice boxes or when you opened it up, it would melt the ice. I, I, yeah. I would say that's a valid point because our parents would be of the age that they probably did have an ice box or some such thing rather than a fridge. So, Plus, yeah. I think it was just a, just, if your kid is within sight, they got to be doing something that they shouldn't be doing. So you got to tell them to stop doing something. Yeah. Right. Or you're, or you're not doing your job. As a exactly. All right. Let's see. Who's first here? Me. Brady, I believe. It, or is it you, Todd? Yeah. Okay. Now, I think there's some assumptions being made with this particular situation. No, it is Brady. I apologize. That's why I thought. Okay. I think there are some assumptions being made with this particular situation, but. At any rate, I'll ask it. If your dog could understand English for 30 seconds, what would you say to it? Is this Todd's question or mine? No, it's yours, Brady. Easy. Pepper, my dear dog. When you have to go to the bathroom, just let me know. I'll let you out. And 
if I let you out, just come back quickly and all's good. I will let you out whenever you want. Just don't leave the yard. Was that 30 seconds? It's pushing that 30 seconds. It was. That's, that's <laughs> a... All right, Todd. Yeah. How do you get by without wiping? Uh, uh, by the way, welcome, David. Uh, we are voting on which uh, which answer to the uh, particular situation I give is the best, whether it's Brady's or Todd's. So our situation here, again, is if your dog could understand English for 30 seconds, what would you say to it? Now, uh, have, has anyone never wonder, ever wondered how a dog gets? I mean, dogs don't. They don't have butt cheeks. That... <laughs> yeah, but they have. There's nothing obstructing it. It just comes flying out with nothing to hinder its oh, progress. There's hair. <laughs> there's hair. All right, Todd, would you be frustrated in the fact, because the question doesn't say that the dog can respond to you. It just says it can <laughs> understand. So you've asked this question of it, and it can't respond to you. I, I actually take this as the dog can respond. Otherwise... Otherwise, it's no different scenario than what you could have. It says you have 30 seconds, right, to talk to your dog? Yeah. Then well, I, I take that as the dog can talk back. No, says, I think what, he could just understand it. He could translate it from Barkanese. Yeah. I'm sticking with my answer, though, because, again, if it's saying you have 30 seconds, it's at some. It's a, it's a magical 30 seconds where you can have a conversation with your dog. I can talk to my dog all the time for more than 30 seconds in real life. But you don't know if the dog's picking up on what you're saying. You know for without a doubt that the dog is decoding what you're saying, so it's understanding. But I like, question yeah. I question the cleanliness of your dog's hind end, Brady. If you're saying, ah, you don't have butt cheeks, you're you're fine. Well no There's there's tail there's a tail to get the Well you, but no, yeah, no, but no, that's no, why no, they no, make no. a little question mark with it to get it out of the way. That's post anal meatus to you. Yes. That's pre. Oh, uh, uh, I, I thought the other. No, pre. If it's pre, there's a bigger problem. There. Yeah. Well, the transition <laughs> <Yeah>. is pre. <laughs> or the transaction, I mean, the the, the, the yes. deposit is pre. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, just. Uh, okay. Oh, gosh, I cannot believe I'm going to say this, but here we go. <laughs> Take a tube of toothpaste and squeeze it. Okay? Then take two balloons and attach it to the side of the toothpaste tube and squeeze it. And you tell me which one is less mess. You could have used so many things for butt cheeks and you chose balloons. Well, I don't want to be gross. You could have used two hams. You could have used... Two, two ripe tomatoes. You could have used a couple bags of cotton candy. One can recreate this because you could take two balloons and tape it to a, a toothpaste tube. And that is a clean way that you could test your theory. I, I think you're right to an extent, but I also think you're being a bit naive. I, if you let your dog come and jump up on your lap right after uh, making a deposit, I think you're running a risk. Oh yeah! If you think, if you think because that. he doesn't have butt cheeks that your your that your clothes are safe, or your furniture, 
Well, I mean, no, no, I have no illusions about it. I just choose to compartmentalize that and not think about it. <laughs> so, so when the dog has an itch and it's scooting along on the carpet, I think there's being some stuff left there. On the oh, I do too. Oh, and I, I think I'm sure at that point it's 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 at that point it's darn lucky it doesn't have butt cheeks. <laughs> Because <laughs> it could it couldn't scratch that itch from the from <laughs> that maneuver. Probably still wow. can't scratch it if, if it's up inside there somewhere. I think it has. I think it's it just has. A, a, I think it just has a more efficient system. A more. I mean. Anyway. All right. So, uh, wow, that went off on a rail. <clears throat> okay. So the uh, situation is, if your dog can understand English for thirty seconds, what would you say to it? Uh, Brady's basically going on a diatribe about tell me when you need to go out to go uh, do your commercial transactions and uh, I'll let you out whenever you want. And uh, Todd, stay in the yard. Stay in the yard, yes. And uh, Todd uh, quizzing the dog as to what, how do they survive without butt cheeks or how do they, what, what was the, what was the actual <laughs> I kind of like I, yours better. I, I do too. How do you survive without butt cheeks? How? No. How do you get by without wiping? How do How do you How yes. How are you so efficient with your deposits? <laughs> do they Do they have doggy bee days? I think David has a, a good explanation there. Um, the his last comment I just saw. Uh, the extra pinches <laughs> they give as they are kicking the dirt up. Yes. Are, are you talking about the 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 exit the exit um? The exit jogging in place with their back legs, where they just go whomp, whomp. It's like punctuating what just happened. Yeah, they're making up for not having butt cheeks by by creating edges. <laughs> but but Brady, I got to give you a hard time about this because it's just what it's what we do, man. <laughs> it's what we do. Your so, dog. I have never walked my dog to go to the bathroom. Any of the dogs I've ever had, they go to the yard, they go to the bathroom, they come back to the door. That that is a that is a thing that can happen, you know, right? Now, I've never had anything but small dogs, but I'm saying like yeah. if you if you train them to go outside and come back to the door, they will. So you don't even have to have that conversation, man. Well, They'll do it. It's that tra- like yeah. Say do as I tell you to do, dog. All right, David would have to ask his dog to please don't repeat anything that is seen or heard in my house. I, I think that's a very valid thing, too. Um, so, yeah, David uh, answers uh, the question, uh, yes. Oh, my. That... <laughs> uh, uh, where's our, where's our, our editor or our uh, – yeah, we need one of those uh... – uh, 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 I think, Standards and practices, attorneys. <laughs> right. I think uh, I think Joey would have an answer to that question, probably. Uh, the, the question for the benefit of our audio audience, uh, it's about... Uh, I can handle this, Brady. I can handle okay. This. Um, different. Uh, <laughs> he says it's clean. Uh, apparently it's not, <laughs> David. Uh, <laughs> uh, a difference between uh, remnants with males and females. I when you're doing your uh, cleaning up job, I'll just leave it at that. But 
This would be an excellent time for me to uh, to try to sell everyone a bidet because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you are a connoisseur of the bidet. Yes, I would. Once you go bidet, you'll never go. <laughs> but don't. But. <laughs> <laughs> why do they call it badoo it should be and i would call mine day by day all right well uh savannah made a vote she said brady's answer was better yeah so uh and we got uh anybody else want to vote so brady uh voted uh if you go, if you need to go outside Tell me or let me know. I'll let you out. Just don't leave the yard. Todd, uh, ask a question. How do you get by without butt cheeks? No. <laughs> I, 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 I still got that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> and again, I like yours better. How, how do you, how do you, how do you clean yourself? Yeah. How do you get by without wiping? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without wiping. Yeah. All right. Uh, David goes with Todd. Uh, got a vote for Brady there. Uh, okay. So far, it's Brady, Matt yeah. Vaughn with us, the voice of "Play It by Ear." Hello, Matt, Matt Vaughn. Say so Brady or Todd has the better answer to the dog. Anybody? Anybody? Going once, going twice. So I have to leave it at Brady getting the point. All right, three to two. Todd, if you found out that Queen Elizabeth had a massive collection of something random, what would it be a collection of? Hmm. <laughs> Matt's vote, by the way, was David. <laughs> <laughs> we probably all agree on that. If you found out that Queen Elizabeth had a massive collection of something random, what would it be a collection of? I'm going to say <laughs> chapsticks. <laughs> chapsticks. Brady. I was going to go. Oh man, which one? Which one? A chewed gum collection. Chewed gum, <laughs> like scraped off the bottom of things. Is that or just, just every gum? Every piece of gum she's ever chewed, <laughs> or <laughs> or. All right. So Todd said. What'd you say again, Todd? Chapsticks. Chapsticks. Brady said chewed gum. Chewn gum. Chewn. C H E W N. David says he can't answer this. <laughs> he would be staying after school for sure. Okay. Uh, Matt says Russian nesting dolls. Actually, I think that would be a very queenly thing to. Yeah, that, that I think she has a collection of those. Yeah. I think she is one. 
As a joke, I was about ready to say the George Carlin, the, who stole my used bandage collection? <laughs> All right. Todd's answer of chapsticks or Brady's answer of chewing gum? What, what, what say you, audience? No one wants to vote. I think we just killed the room. Oh, 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 they're rolling in now. Look at that. Savannah says Brady. Matt says Brady. All right. They just want to see this game last longer. <laughs> oh. She's oh. She's it's oh. now time. No. No. It, you're still up two to one, Brady. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, David. David, David, I'm, I'm assuming David voted for Todd, so it's two yeah. two. Oh well, okay, two well, two. Yeah, am I gonna have to break this tie? Can't have a you can't have a doll lipped queen. <laughs> no, you can't. Need some shine on thine lips. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right, anyone want to break the tie? Chapsticks <sighs> for Todd. Chewing gum for Brady. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to break the tie. <laughs> Matt has some cream for that. Uh, I assume you do, Matt. <laughs> David says many dry spots, I would assume. So Todd's at four? No, it's tied. Oh, it's tied. tied. It is tied. Is this the rubber one? No. Playing uh, to five. This, All this right. Particular question's tied. Brady. Yeah. If you could make one thing happen every time you snapped your fingers, what would it be? Whenever I snap my fingers, the food that I think would appear on a plate where I'm at. Okay. Chick-fil-A. Todd. Yes. Todd? Hmm. If you can make one thing happen every time you snapped your fingers, what would it be? I would say my savings account increases by one dollar. So you just be I'd walking be, around going. I'd be turning into a beatnik. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brady says whatever food he is thinking about will appear on a plate. If he snaps his fingers, Todd says his savings account would increase by one dollar. A dollar every time he snapped his fingers. I don't want to get too carried away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David, I assume that's a vote for Todd there. Hello, John. All right, Todd or Brady, Todd's got one vote. Oh. Savannah says Todd. Matt says Todd. Put it in the bag. <laughs> get him a body bag. <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. 
think uh, about it. You're just well, see, I there. think. But I think the problem, though, Brady, is you had a lot of things that had to happen for your snap to work. You you said the food. You said the food would appear on the plate that I had well, in front you, of me. You know what I mean. So so therefore, you'd have to be sitting at a plate where I could snap any time in my bank account. Just like right there, I'm five dollars richer. <laughs> well, I just imagined my hand being out, and when I snap my finger, and think. Racha Trio from Bantai. There it is. But then or, what if your mind started playing tricks on you and like you, you went to snap in your mind the last second? Mayonnaise! Oh. <laughs> that is true. You know, well, that, you know the way minds my work. Hand, and then I'd yeah. re-snap my finger. It'd be much like the drive-thru, this time without mayonnaise. <laughs> Coastline! Right. Coastline. Uh, David, you said, sound uh, like you're the voiceover for a Mortal Kombat video game. When you're <laughs> saying those, finish him, <laughs> or the uh, Pinkerton, <laughs> Stallion, <laughs> the old the man, old man. <laughs> oh, uh, David says Brady. Uh, Matt says Brady almost had him. Uh, Brady boat, Brady boats. We forgot one, Shaman. Freeman. Uh, at a dollar a time, my fingers would be raw. Indeed. Alien. I think uh, Todd wins the point, though. Yes, Just he barley. does. Just barley. Give me the point. Right. Give me the point. Hey, Todd, you could win here. Am I in the barn? In the barn. <laughs> He's in the barn, but it's cards down. All right, Todd. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you just crushed up a bag of goldfish and snorted it. Explain your high. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just crushed up a bag of goldfish. Explain your high. Well, first off, My eyes would be hmm. Brady has a look on his face like he's thought of something. <laughs> Goldfish, huh? Yep. Goldfish. So I think I would be seeing the world through orange shot eyes. And because they're orange, goldfish are. So the whites Unless you of have your those. Eyes orange. Huh? So the whites of your eyes. Yeah, like orange. instead of bloodshot, it would be orange shot. Yeah. Orange shot. Orange, orange juice shot. If you're going with liquid. Orange shot eyes and. I would see the world. I don't know through walleye vision <laughs> instead of crappie vision. Yeah, walleye vision, and everyone would look like guppies. Dang, that's detailed. Yes, Brady. I would say that after I did it, every face you saw. 
had gills and was going making the goldfish fish mouth. <laughs> so with, they'd be like with dangling know. barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we ate it along John Silver's last week. So you guys, yeah. It was, an barnacles? A, it was an A&W slash Long John Silvers. Did you get some barnacles? I did get some barnacles. Did you order some barnacles? Just no, say, we did some barnacles. We did, I did not. But I was surprised I ordered some onion rings, and she asked which ones I wanted. I was not what? prepared for that. Apparently, A&W has onion rings, and Long John's had onion rings. Give me the mixed bag. Yeah, I should have. I would say, yeah, cross the streams, man. <laughs> cross the streams. <laughs> uh, all right, Savannah and John both say Brady. I got the Brown family. Now, I, I will explain my high. You'd forget everything every 30 seconds. <laughs> Like a fish? Like a fish. Like a goldfish. David says Brady. Oh. Johnny says Brady. Brady's running away with this. He here. is. Yeah, even I though away with it. Even though Brady just described walleye vision is what he did. He did. <laughs> Not really. When I think of walleye vision, I think of the peepholes at a hotel where the fish eyed lens. Yeah, everybody looks like a fish face. Well, no, I mean a They literal. don't have the gills though. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt likes my answer. <laughs> I just I can't think of a, I can't say walleye vision without thinking of Hot Shot. Yeah, the guy hot has the glasses because <laughs> he has wall. Yeah, because he has walleye vision, so he has to wear the corrective lenses. Mm-hmm. All right, I think Brady gets the point. Yay! Taking this right down to the war. All right, down the war. All right, Brady. Let's see. Uh, let me see. If you could add one thing to the Mona Lisa, what would it be? Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, man, have me. Not that. Um, little Nat King Cole for your yeah. listening pleasure. Maybe because I am a little bit hungry, but this this juxtaposition of two jarringly dissimilar images. I would like to put an in and out burger in the background of it. Like the sign like, in the drive through. Like <laughs> Todd. Mutton chops and a Fu Manchu. <laughs> All right. So she would look like Lemmy Kilminster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Brady says an In-N-Out burger sign in the background. Todd says mutton chops and a Fu Manchu. Who's going to win this game, audience? Brady or Todd? Todd gets a vote from Savannah. Don't know how many people have imbibed on In and Out Burgers here, Brady. Well, Matt here's Bond the deal, Todd. man. John says Todd. She knows she's about ready to eat an In and Out Burger, which is why Mona Lisa is looking so glib. 
She has a little smirk. Just yeah, she's smirk. like, I'm about ready to tear into this in and out burger. That's what she's saying. Matt says Todd. David says Todd. Ah, it's anonymous. Like a clean sweep. <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you can't hardly compete with mutton chops. First off, that, that is a fact. And it does. So, it gives a very good visual. So yes. was it, was there somebody that attached two lamb shanks to their face? <laughs> like, why do they call them that? It's probably what they look like. <laughs> Todd wins the game. I should have I gone with the handlebar mustache. I think that goes better with the mutton chops and the Fu Manchu, though. True. All right. Uh, congratulate yourself, Todd. There it is. There we go. <laughs> All right. That rounds out our show, episode 104. Uh, once again, we invite you to visit our website, www.playitbyyourpodcast.com, and uh, look at our store, buy a T-shirt. Uh, also, what you can find at uh, playitbyyourpodcast.com is you can find uh, information on memberships. You can find information on our uh, our feeds, our audio feeds, uh you can find those at the top of every page, as well as our video feed. Uh, some of our audio platforms outside of the website, uh, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app. Most anywhere you find audio podcasts, you'll probably find us. Uh, video, YouTube, uh, Facebook will archive our uh, Facebook Live, as well as Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. 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 Like, uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those links can be found at our website. You can interact via email on at admin at playbyyourpodcast.com. You can also leave a voice message. There are links at each of our audio podcast providers. You can click on the link, leave a message. Uh, the iHeartRadio app has a talkback button where you can leave an audio message that so way. So do for teenagers. Yakety yak. Yakety yak. Don't, don't. don't go back. All right, anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? Schmenemann? Gentlemen, Schmenemann, I don't think so. And thank you, Matt. Right at the two-hour yes. and ten-minute mark. Yes, Matt likes the uh, art on Brady's wall. All right. So uh, join us next week. Uh, we will be here um, with episode 105. Todd, take us out, please. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.